Hey Fadies, D and Brad here with a quick little episode to wrap up chapter 4, tie up some threads, and hopefully answer any questions that you might have about the stories we've enjoyed during this chapter. I won't be talking about the Adrift on Ruined Seas episodes, uh, as those are Jules' uh, creation and baby, and she would do a much better job of summarising and or explaining them than I would. They are absolutely part of the overall canon of Ison, and the Whistle Whistles story will continue well into the future, but if you want to know more about those episodes, please drop us a line, fateofison at gmail.com, and Jules will let you know what's what. I guess we'll start this with the Playcart and Chaos Heart stories, because they are sort of two sides of the same coin, and they are the simplest ones to explain. Uh, so for people who are just joining us for the first time, a bit weird, but welcome, uh, there are relics in Ison called God Hearts. Uh, each one contains the gateway to the personal realm of one of the eleven known gods. Uh, when a god heart is seated at its spiritual resting place, that god has its full connection to the material realm intact. Uh, however, thieves, disasters, or political maneuvering often cause these things to be removed and lost, leaving that god's connection weakened. All around Ison, the god hearts are slowly but surely being returned. Uh, in 1582 AC, that's eight years before the main podcast story, all of this information is available on our wiki, by the way, ison.fandom.com, if you want to follow along with that while you listen. Uh, yes, yeah, so in 1582 AC, a halfling called Eric returned the elemental heart, that's the god heart for Tratora, the god of weather and elements, uh, to its home in Linaris, the mountain city. Uh, a year later, Eric and his friend Cham, a goblin bard, returned the Heart of Lies, that's the god heart for Zinth, the god of lies and deception, to its home in the Grand Theatre of Creanta, the capital city of Cyrus. A little bit of a fun fact, that actually happened at the exact same time as uh, Mali was in that city learning to impress the nobles. So uh, that happened right under her nose. The Playcart and Chaos Heart stories in this chapter showed us the return of the Heart of Grimm, the God of Suffering, and Urzak, the God of Chaos. Uh, they introduced us to some awesome new characters, Pox the Halfling Warlock with a fondness for disease, sickness, and just general unpleasantness, uh, Dane, the Dwarf Paladin who deserted the Arkvale army instead taking up a love of Brune, the God of Order, Laramus, the human samurai with a shady background and a love of swords, and Yarrick, the human hunter who trusts pretty much everybody as long as he is stoned. We also saw the return of two already known guest characters, Kyrene the Monk from the Temple of Hidden Sands in Stonemore, and Trantus Grifton, the dark-hearted noble who will do anything, literally anything, to gain power. The Surge story showed us the return of the heart of Freylin, the god of dreams and fate, but this was just a very small snippet of a major campaign that has been played in Ison for over three years now. In this story, a group of strangers came together in the city of Garenton in Blantia to rescue the prince uh, who had been kidnapped by bandits. Uh, three of these strangers came from all over Ison and did not know that their fates and their choices were subtly being guided by Freylin herself throughout their entire lives. The fourth member of this group is a woman named Sasha Torchwood who was transported against her will from another world that she called home. Um, these heroes were told about something called the Surge, which would come very soon and destroy the world if there weren't any raw magic users, known as wielders, present when it arrived. They were tasked with travelling to the supposedly uninhabited frozen continent Magus, where a magical item called a compass orb indicated there might be a wielder. Along their journey, they found a large purple crystal that gave them prophetic dreams. 
Uh, many days later, they coincidentally found a snow-buried temple where they learned about dragons, enormous flying lizard-like creatures that savagely dominated the world thousands of years ago, and had now somehow been forgotten by time. They followed the compass orb to a village in a hot tropical jungle that clearly had no natural place being on the frozen continent. There they found a young girl named Kelani who was the wielder they sought. They convinced the villagers and Kailani that she was of utmost importance and needed to travel with them back to the north. During the journey, they befriended a frost giant named Makariri before being herded by icy creatures and experiencing the exact situation they had witnessed in their prophetic dreams. During a fierce battle with the ice creatures, they returned the dream heart, then met Freylin, the god of dreams. Freylin told them about the god hearts, about the twelfth god, Krover, the god of power, and about Gilif, an offshoot of Krover, who was an evil, immortal being who longs to dominate and rule Isen with an iron fist, as she once did. Freylin also told them that Sasha was originally born in Isen many thousands of years ago. Her parents, two very powerful wielders, banished Sasha to another world in time, before expending a godlike level of power to cast a spell that removed all gargantuan monstrosities and all dragon-blooded creatures from the world including themselves. These creatures have been locked in a suspended state behind an impenetrable barrier known as the Brute Wall for all these millennia. Sasha's blood, her draconic blood, is the key to bringing down the Brute Wall and unleashing hell on the world, and now that she's returned after such a long absence, even the gods don't know what's going to happen. Freylin told the heroes that it's only a matter of time before Gilif achieves her ultimate goal, and it is for this reason that she has been guiding mortals all over Ison to return the gods to their full power, in the hopes their collective strength could be enough to take on Krover, thus ending Gilif once and for all. And that basically sums up chapter 4. Uh, god hearts are being returned, and Freylin is trying to rally the 11 known gods to join forces and face the 12th god, Krover. Big thank you to everyone who listened to the show throughout this chapter, and we look forward to uh, getting back to the main Banfor and Mali Apple Squadeth storyline in Chapter 5. Thanks for listening. <laughs>